Welcome to Stepdads. I'm your host, Preston Tompkins. And I'm Zach Reiner. We're not your first choice, but we're always there for you. Holy fuck, we're back, man. <laughs> yeah, we're back. I'm back from Omaha. What a fucking shit show that was. <laughs> and, uh, uh, thankfully, we didn't have time to do like one of these Zoom sessions, or uh, I thought I was going to have time to like talk to some friends, but didn't happen. But thankfully, I found that audio file from... Uh, literally like six weeks into quarantine where you, Ben and I were like, let's do a podcast when we were drunk every day. And then we were too sad to follow through with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it turned out, well, I think we need to do more of those deep dives and just have Ben on. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be totally fun. That boy, I love how much Ben riffs the he's uh he actually has a riff tattoo on his chest, which is fucking great. He's the riff king. <laughs> He's the Riff King. Hell yeah. How was your week while I was out of town? Uh, it's pretty chill. I was still kind of recovering from COVID. Oh, fuck yeah. Laying, um, laying, laying pretty low. Do you have any energy? Or is that still? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I think it's back a little bit. Yeah. I think I'm, I, I, yeah. Well, we started doing weed again, so I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, that's that's honestly what you got to start doing. <laughs> uh, do you? I mean, to be fair, I've seen like okay, I've seen like <laughs> I've seen like three things on studies on Twitter mm -hmm. about how like cannabis prevents COVID, dude. Uh, and then go ahead. And then my wife made us quit smoking for a month, and then we got fucking COVID. I, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm not a doctor boy, but that's we should all be smoking more weed right now, or at least taking edibles. I get, so I'm like, no, I'm going back to smoking <laughs> weed. And then uh, you're already starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, oh my god. Um, as I mentioned on last week and two weeks ago, I was in Omaha for my grandfather's funeral. I learned a lot about my family, and we'll get into that here on this episode. <laughs> uh, Always fun to learn about the family. Oh, my God. I it, It's a lot of things. I'll get more into it. But it was a lot of, like, why the fuck didn't I learn this when Grandpa was alive? And it was just a lot of my mom going, oh, I thought you knew. And it's like, no, you, don't, you never fucking told me these stories. So um, we'll get into that. Uh, but first off... Uh, we don't have any new Rust reviews or Patreon subscribers, but I want to tell you, Zach, we are officially an international podcast. Oh, shit. We have listeners not only in Australia, South Africa, Ireland, uh, Berlin, but also Moscow, Russia. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. The CIA is checking in on us. <laughs> gonna say either one these are like organic <laughs> listeners or two someone's fucking listening to us it's all it's a cia fucking it's a, they're coming it's after a us psyop. um so they're coming after us if they're legitimate listeners in moscow we might have to remain neutral in the coming wars act it's not a coincidence that that happened after the george w bush episode <laughs> no, oh my god i didn't put that two and two together <laughs> i'm like oh my god we have all these new listeners and then it was the week after we dropped the George W. Bush episode. Holy fuck. All right. Well, all right. Maybe I won't be too happy about that. But if you are. We're shaking the, we're shaking the tree, the establishment. <laughs> we're, we're fucking. We're, we're making some moves over here. Um, so We're like Alex Jones. Oh, my God. Uh, my wife listened to Knowledge Fight for the first time on her drive to Omaha, and now she's hooked. Um, That's my favorite podcast. It's, so it's my favorite. If, like, we, we, we can't recommend that to you guys yeah. enough who listen to this. Knowledge Fight is an amazing podcast. It's very simple. A comedian, two comedians, 
watch an episode of Alex Jones and then analyze it and fact check him like bit for bit. And riff. And like it's funny too at it's times. It's so fucking good. Uh, it's um, just listen to it. Yeah, some of the episodes are longer, but just listen to it it's, over a week. It's helped me handle our friend Steven a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Steven. Uh, but also, as I've said before, it's important to know what these fuckers are talking about, all right? As fascism yeah, rises it really in America, is. I need to know what their thoughts are so uh, it's important to i mean they pretty much established that like the first january 6th like plan was on was basically on alex's show it was yeah and not only that but they were going to do it in 2016 but they're like oh fuck hillary lost so we didn't have to do it um, yeah so i can't wait for alex jones to go down we will be monitoring that situation uh but today the pentagon said that they have evidence that Russia was going to do a false flag operation on Ukraine to uh, legitimize their invasion. And a reporter uh, asked the guy from Pentagon and saying, where's this evidence? And he goes, well, I just said it. And then the reporter said, you realize that this is getting into Alex Jones territory. You're talking about crisis actors here. We have now come full circle where Alex Jones is being cited. Uh, yeah, what I love that he's like doing. me saying this is evidence. It's like, no, bro. It's not. You're just saying something is not evidence. Anyone can say something. Yes. Alex Jones says shit for four hours a day. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like anyone can say something. They're like, we have evidence. Okay, show us. Where's this video? Or uh, yeah, you saying something is not evidence. Yeah. Not even close. They are two weeks away from dangling a USB drive in Congress and saying, "Look at this. I have it on here." Like Colin Powell did. <laughs> They're just doing Colin Powell's bit from 2002 with the anthrax bullshit. I was like, I was like one of the people who were like, at least it wouldn't be Trump. But now it's like so far gone on how Biden, bad Biden is, it is so that I'm much like, worse. do we need what? I mean, okay, I'm joking. Right. We don't need Trump, but like, I mean, we don't need Biden's not any better. No, he is worse. If anything, he's worse. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't want to. Wouldn't vote to go back for Trump no. again. But this is awful. No, like, we, he, we are all awful. Getting more fascist. As each day goes on, uh, and I think it's just more hush hush now that Biden's in control. Because with Trump, it was blatant. Yeah. it was blatant. They were tear gassing people, and he stood in front of the church with the Bible. That's just blatant. Biden's like, oh, we need to be a little bit more quiet about this. Yeah, Biden's good at like black ops and like mm -hmm. keeping shit secret and like. And he's not supporting defund the police. He's saying we need more no. money from the police. There's all these articles. He's actually and he's actually like hurting student loans instead oh, of my God. Def like yeah. like uh, relieving them, like he said. Like he's a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, you're not gonna. I think, uh, like it's just it's just so bad. There's they're gonna lose everything. They're gonna, they're gonna lose lose it all. There is someone in the White House screaming, "Just cancel student debt so we can get our approval rating of, number up." And someone shot him in the face. <laughs> I don't know what is going on there, but they literally all they could do right now is do one of his campaign promises, and he would get a better approval rating. But he's just choosing not to. Somehow everything has escalated to a point that's even worse than Trump even was. Even worse. They are talking about just living with COVID now. No masks anywhere. Like people are saying, oh, well, look at all these sporting events. They don't wear masks. Why make our kids wear masks? No, it should be both. Everyone should still yeah. be wearing masks. And I just hate that yep. that's the argument right now. Um, 
But yes, uh, I think with Trump, we still might be better. I, we probably would have gotten more money under Trump. We would have got another stimulus, probably. <laughs> Biden was supposed to give us one that lion fucking yeah, asshole. He, he still owes me. Piece of shit. Yeah, uh, he he's posting pictures of his cat on Twitter, and this motherfucker still owes me money. He's like that one friend that says, "Oh, I can't get you that twenty dollars back," but then he posts a photo of him at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's yeah, like, it's like what the fuck, where's man? My fucking money, Biden. Um, <laughs> I am not threatening the president. I just want a stimulus. That's all I want. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh my god. Um, so before we get into my grandpa stuff, uh, do you want to do jokes? Because I I want to. Oh yeah, let's I, I do. Tell we can do jokes. jokes. Um. Oh, and real quick, Nerd Roast. When this drops, Nerd Roast is in two days at Comedy Fort in Fort Collins, and then on Friday at Denver Comedy Underground. It's going to fucking rock. I, like, you're really going to want to see this shit. Uh, I'm playing Stan Lee as the host. And honestly, I might just have you put a uh, can on the um, podium and I'll be his urn. I'll be Stan Lee's urn in ashes. Hell yeah. And you could point a microphone and I'm from the God mic. I'll just tell Jeff. <laughs> I think that's a good yeah, idea. I think that's, that's a good idea. Great. Um, Patreon.com slash stepdad's comedy. You can see the Star Wars Star Trek nerd roast and the rest of Superman. And we'll put this roast, that roast on Patreon. Yeah, March 1st. You will yeah. see the Spider-Man roast. All right, I'll start. Uh, wedding videographers don't include the wedding night, and that's just leaving money on the table, baby. <laughs> uh, imagine sleeping through a mob guy putting a bloody, decapitated horse head in your bed. What mattress company is that guy using? <laughs> that is one thing that was never addressed in that fucking <laughs> Um, it's really fucked up that Joe Exotic was sentenced to 21 years in prison the same day they dropped an alcoholic Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Zach and I will be drinking those on the podcast uh, whenever they drop that. At some point, yeah. Let's see. Uh, a lot of stand-up comedians hate improv, mostly because we don't have thousands of dollars to get sucked into a pyramid scheme <laughs> in the first place. Those are fighting words. <laughs> I love it. Um, can you DoorDash a doctor? Wait, that's just nine one one. Let's see. The Bengals are the most successful thing in Ohio since opioids. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, my grandpa. My my grandpa is getting a twenty one gun salute at his burial. Going to be twenty three when I'm there. <laughs> if you're listening, I just kissed my bicep. Uh, did you know that Little Rock, Arkansas got its name because everyone in the town forgot the word pebble exists? <laughs> uh, I just want you to give the, I want, I want teachers to start doing that joke in, uh, <laughs> geography class. Uh, might as well. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to make sure my suit fit for my grandpa's funeral. So the days leading up to his uh, burial, I was uh, killing it on the treadmill. One day I was so focused. A dude at the gym said, man, you're focused. What's going on? And I was so out of breath. The only thing that came out of my mouth was tight, dead grandpa pants. And he just walked away. <laughs> that was a fun day at the gym. Um, All right. Stand up comedy is like therapy to me. Everything I say is a lie and they give me drugs when I'm done. <laughs> That's great. Hell yeah, baby. I should do the kid rock. one. Oh my God. Do the kid rock one, please. All right. Kid Rock makes music for people who know the exact legal amount of Sudafed you're allowed to buy at Walgreens. 
the amount of Kid Rock fans that got uh, testy with you on that Twitter. That blew up on TikTok, weirdly. Yeah. Uh, Facebook and TikTok, that, like, fucking blew up. It was crazy. Dude, I, uh, I don't know if I'm shadow banned or something, but I'm not getting any fucking engagement on anything anymore. Uh, other than other than Twitter, I'm still getting likes on Twitter. But you know what fucks me up is sometimes I'll be like I'll get low reactions for a day if I like if I'm like too high during the day and, and I <laughs> and I post like three jokes that I fucking delete immediately. Yeah, it's like, and then I just get like no engagement for like hours. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. I think I was like if you delete stuff or something yeah. like that, they like you don't get engagement. I'm on, on I'm on some sort of watch list or something. I don't know, but it's like I'm getting buried in I mean, that. could be fair too. So especially after last week. <laughs> yeah. Nothing's been nothing's good. Nothing's good. <laughs> All right. So I, I want to tell the story cuz I it's so fresh in my head I need to get it out. Yes, yes, yes. I need to get it out. Um so to preface this, so on my mom's side of the family Starting November nineteenth, November of 2019 until last week, her oldest sister, her next oldest sister, mom and dad all passed away. Not from COVID. So when I tell people how many people I've lost and they're like, oh, my God, was it COVID? And I say no. They're, they're almost disappointed. <clears throat> um, but when I tell people that I, how many people I lost, they're like, oh, my God, man, COVID. I'm like, no, it's just a series of unfortunate events. And they're almost like, oh, okay. And it's like, you want it to be COVID? What the fuck is wrong with you? I know. What? <laughs> so, like, when you tell people during a global pandemic that you lose four family members, it's almost like they uh, – it's like you're not fulfilling a uh, um, – a prerequisite for them. Like you can, oh, like yeah, they can yeah. only so be like, sad. It helps them not, it helps them not care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It. It's just not one of the ones that are cared about no, right now. Not at all. And my mom only has one, uh, sister left. So everyone she grew up with is now gone. My family tree looks like a Christmas tree that is still up in February. <laughs> <laughs> like one side has been burned from the sun coming through the window. No one's watered it in fucking weeks. I mean, that's a lot of siblings to be it, fair. She did have, she has uh, uh three older siblings. She only has one left. Uh, but yeah, my family tree looks like Christmas tree. That's still up in on Valentine's day. Um, so I get the call from my mom last week, you know, grandpa passed away. Uh, but the thing is he saw my grandma two weeks before he passed away. The reason why that's significant, because another family member on my mom's side, a week before she passed away, she was in the hospital and she goes, oh, my God, look at all the flowers and it's raining. They're like, uh, you know, she's just sick in the head. A week later at her funeral, she was surrounded by flowers and it was raining outside. So when my mom said that grandpa started seeing grandma, she was like, he's going to pass soon. And I was like, come on, that's just superstition. And he fucking passed away. So I don't really know what I believe in, but that's fucking oh, terrifying. Shit. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. My grandpa, he had Alzheimer's. He was in an old folks home and he was like, yeah, saw Dorothy at the cafeteria. She said, I better eat my vegetables. She saw me watching TV and said, I better get up and walk around. And he was going into everyone's room looking for his wife that had passed away. <laughs> so. And it's like, Damn. do you imagine if he hated his wife and he's being haunted by his dead wife in an old folks home? Like, oh, this bitch again. She said I have to eat my vegetables. 
Um, so now if anyone else in my family starts seeing weird shit, I'm going to be like, they're going to fucking die in 14 days. Like it's like, it's a Midwestern, the ring. It's like the, yeah, it's like the ring. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to watch a videotape, but if you see something, you're fucking going to die in 14 days. So it's like the ring for people who eat runs once a week. <laughs> It's like the ring if you dip pizza in ranch. Yeah. So my wife and I, uh, we didn't want to fly because if we got COVID in Omaha, we couldn't get on a plane back. So we drove to Omaha and uh, we stopped in a gas station like 30 minutes from the border of Colorado, Nebraska. We wore our masks inside the gas station and it was like I pulled my dick out. The looks we were getting was like, you still think COVID's real around these parts? Like, I'll, I'll never forget that. It was like a... Probably lost, he's probably lost six family members and still like... <laughs> COVID ain't real. Shit's a, ho- shit's a hoax. It's a hoax. What are you, what are you wearing the mask for? Um, so... My grandma, my grandma was actually killed by MSNBC. <laughs> it was, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. I was like, I just need to piss. And they looked like... It was like an old Western and we were like strangers rolling into town. But the thing is that only happened in Colorado. When we stopped in Nebraska, like around North Platte, I was expecting to get looks there as well. But in the gas station, like one guy almost ran into me. He goes, oh, and no one was wearing masks. And it was just me and my wife wearing masks. So it was like that Midwestern, like hospitality. They're like, we're not going to talk about how weird you fucking look, but you do your own thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's just like yeah. less hostile up front. Yeah, like those fucking Colorado mountain towns, man. They just, I mean, it's like the hills have eyes out. It there. It really is. Like I w- just wanted to go to the bathroom and get like a, a like a frozen pizza thing. <laughs> you know? Just thought of, just thought of a movie about rural Ohio called The Pills Have oh Eyes. <laughs> About the opioid crisis. <laughs> Zach's going to be an advocate for the opioid crisis. Just <laughs> touring around all these towns that are riddled with rural Ohio. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the pills have eyes. So my wife and I, we get to Omaha. Um, and basically my mom and uh, stepdad, they just recovered from COVID. So they were like, they needed help and stuff. Uh, but since I, so I have a job in TV, I work in post-production and my mom thinks that basically whenever I tell people I can edit videos, they always come to me like, oh, can you just do this real quick? Just do this real quick. So I volunteered to my mom, hey, I will do the video for the wake because my grandpa didn't want an actual funeral. He just wanted a wake of like a slideshow of family pictures, music and beer. And it was fucking great. Uh, so we get to my grandma, grandpa's house. We're going through all my grandma, grandpa's things. My mom brings this box of photos out and sets them on the table. And my wife and I's job was to scan all these photos. And so I can put them on my computer and do the video. We're going through photos and it's very quiet. It's very somber. My mom's like crying as she's looking at baby pictures, pictures of her family and her sisters that aren't around anymore. And then she goes, Oh, it's Pete. And I'm like, who's Pete mom. And she goes, Pete. And she slaps this photo on the table and in the photo is my grandpa in Vietnam. And around his neck is a 12-foot boa constrictor. 
Hell yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, mom? And she goes, well, it's Pete. I'm like, who the fuck is Pete? You have never told me who Pete is. I was expecting like a dog or a cat, like an old pet. She goes, that's Pete. When grandpa was in Vietnam, him and his buddies had a pet boa constrictor. I was like a pet boa constrictor. Apparently, what the apparently fuck? this, and I was like immediately picturing them like grabbing this shit out of the jungle, breaking them back. No, it was a snake that just found its way onto the base and it became their pet. And they fed them live chickens every day. Good Lord. Like, imagine like the, one of the most like fucking horrible wars for Americans. I mean, it's kind of our fault, but we're over there. <laughs> People are dying left yeah, and right. Yeah, it totally is. Are yeah, yeah. And all these war crimes are being committed. But my grandpa and his buddies are fucking around with a snake on the base. <laughs> like, that that's so that fucking rules. insane to me. Just having their own good. Just time. like that's amazing. Like that's one of the most badass things I've ever heard. So on top of that, they snuck the snake home back to America. And I was like, what? And my mom said, yeah. I don't know how they pulled That's some insane shit. I don't shit. know how they pulled that off. I, you know, all every time you look up Vietnam or hear about the Vietnam War, you see that famous picture of families trying to hold their babies up to the last helicopter out. And I'm just imagining my grandpa going, oh, sorry, we don't have any fucking room. We got a fucking snake on this plane. <laughs> <laughs> it might eat your baby. It might fucking eat you. Sorry, we, we got Pete on the plane. We don't have room for your child or any more weapons. Yep. Pete's going to eat the baby. My God. So they get the snake over to America. And I'm like, what the fuck did they do with him after that? And they're like, well, they pass it from the house to house and try to keep it. And all these people, all these guys are coming home to their families. There's some babies that they didn't have when they went over to Vietnam. And then one of them, my mom said that they uh, lost the snake because it kept going up in the vents of the house. So not only did they keep the pet as a snake, the snake as a pet in Vietnam, they Holy seriously shit. thought they were going to keep it here in Nebraska, like just a fucking 12 foot bow constrictor. <clears throat> like, I'm just imagining these guys with PTSD, but also finding the snake and that's their uh, therapy animal, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I'm starting to get the sweats. I need Pete. Where's Pete? That's fucking crazy. So they couldn't keep him. Obviously. PTSD. <laughs> so they donate Pete to the Omaha Zoo. Uh, and the next picture that was in the box was Pete in this giant like enclosure. And I found out that the keepers would send him pictures and updates each year. Uh, so not only... <laughs> My grandpa snuck in a fucking bow constrictor, but it became an exhibit at the Omaha Zoo. That's fucking crazy. That's amazing. Isn't that crazy? And I'm like, Mom, why didn't I hear about this growing up? They're like, oh, well, I, we just thought it was a family's like story that you knew. That's like some Forrest Gump type that shit. That is seriously like, Forrest Gump, Dunstan checks in, Operation Dumbo Drop movie type shit, right? Like, Yeah, like that is straight up like Forrest Gump, only good shit's happening type shit. Like, I don't... I can't think of any other war where someone's going to bring home a giant dinosaur, you know, like no one's in, no one in Afghanistan war is going to bring home a camel, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, no one's like, Hey, I found this cool camel spider. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm going to sneak it onto the plane. Yeah. Uh, and 
I was like, I just can't believe grandpa did that. And the only thing my mom said was things were different back then. I'm like, that's not, (laughs) you can't fucking say that. That's just, my grandpa was on a totally different level. That does not qualify for that. No, that does not qualify. Um, but yeah, my, I think that's what I want to do when I pass away. My grandpa didn't have, well, he had a funeral. I'll get to that in a second, but all he had was family only at his burial. He got cremated. He got buried next to my grandma. Uh, but the wake was the Chiefs game was on. There was a slideshow of his pictures, and we were all getting shit housed. <clears throat> there was like that there was like eighty people there, you know, just people you met through the years. And he was a car salesman for Toyota, so a bunch of Toyota guys were there. Uh, but I was like, that's the way to do it, you know. It's kind of like a wake, but it wasn't really a wake. Uh, the Chiefs lost, but we were all fucking drunk. We didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That sounds fun as yeah. shit. Yeah. How much did you drink, do you think? Oh, well, I was at sea level, so I wasn't getting drunk. So I was just popping those beers back. <laughs> My wife yeah. and I, we weren't that drunk, so we were. <clears throat> and also, he had famous Dave's catered. I forgot to mention that. Just oh, the most yeah. like Midwestern wake ever. Um, but did, uh, did, Was that the first time Beth realized that like drinking at sea level sucks? Uh, no, that was um, the, the first time we were in Nebraska two years ago. Uh, but we were, Oh yeah. 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 We were there. Yeah. We we were there for five days though. That's the longest Beth and I've been there together. And we were going out, you know, with my mom to dinner and stuff. And she's like, yeah, I might have a third beer. (laughs) And she's never drank three beers at dinner, at least not with me. So, but, uh, one other thing I found out about my grandpa was, um, so he was born in Missouri his grandma or sorry, no, his mom died in childbirth and his dad died when he was like 15 and he found out that he had relatives up in Omaha. So to get up to Omaha, he sold his shotgun to get bus fare. Like that is the most road road warrior, like origin story I've ever. Yeah. That's Mad Max shit. He sold his shotgun at 15 to make his way up to Omaha. It's a very dystopian shit dude like that's the way it needs to be you need to be able to like turn in just i like if i could turn in my xbox to like fly over to <laughs> ireland for a week or two <laughs> like it doesn't even need to be like uh money or currency exchange it needs to be like mm-hmm. objects um but my job my wife and i's job for the wake on top of the pictures was to get seven village in pecan pies because that was his favorite dessert and to bring it, dude. Pecan pie is my favorite it's, dessert. It's the it's fucking the, best. best. Like I, it's the best pie in the world. I used to write off pecan pies. Like I've always been like cherry or apple. Oh, it's the best. And then I had that. I don't know if I was just caught up in all the emotions, but holy fuck. No, dude, it's amazing. Uh, it changed my life. Um, so I'm a pecan. It's so fucking good. I'm a pecan pie guy now. It's like one of the like. I only like like five sweet things, yeah. and it's one of them. Like, it's yeah, like, you're not it's a so sweet good. guy, so I'm kind of surprised. Like no, but pecan pie is like so fucking yeah, good. Like when we lived together, I don't think I ever saw you eat like a like ice cream or no. no I don't know really a sweet guy, but pecan pie qualifies. So fucking good. Um, so my wife and I, we get to village gym. We hand the the supervisor the receipt. I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up the seven pies. And this cashier or the server, she's like in her thirties. She comes over to the counter. We pick up the pies in these giant bags, and she says, oh, boy, someone's got a party. I wish I could come. 
<laughs> and my wife looked at me and she said, don't you fucking say it. Don't just don't like with her eyes. And I said, it's for my grandpa's funeral. I don't know if you want to go. And I walked away. <laughs> this poor. <laughs> I got yelled at so much on the car ride to my grandpa's wake. My wife was like, what the, why would you do that? That is not nice. She is having a hard day as it is working during a pandemic. She yeah. She has no idea. <laughs> It's like I cannot pass up that opportunity. So no, it's too good. It it's too, too good. good. This woman was horrified. Her jaw dropped, and like put my asshole squeezed up because like normally I do those type of things, like in those situations. But there was a lot of emotion behind it. I was like, oh, I just ruined this woman's day. So oh, totally, totally. <laughs> it's Village Inn. Half their half their income is selling those pies for parties. So this woman is never ever going to engage with someone buying bulk pies. I've ruined her for the rest of her career there. Also, shout out to Village Inn. <laughs> shout out to Village Inn. I'm so sorry. Their uh, chocolate mousse cake is great. Um, but I... What was the one... Go ahead. Perkins rocks, dude. Oh, my God. Perkins, man. There was a, a Perkins on Colorado Boulevard where uh, you and I lived. I, I think it's still there. I hope it survived the pandemic, but... Yeah, no, I think it's still Perkins there. is clutch at 2 a.m. after a fucking open mic, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, totally. We used to do the one on Omaha. What's that street called? It was on, off of the 72nd, I think. Yeah. yeah. We, we used to do yeah. that after the hideout. Um, get like fried, I used to get like fried green beans oh and shit. God, I didn't even know that. Was I was great. like, that's insane. It was so I Man, a diner after a show or an open mic where you're not sad is probably one of the best like comedy highs, I think. Oh, totally. <laughs> Especially if it's celebratory, totally. like everyone killed. It's not sad, but that diner after you bomb can get real fucking sad. And you need those like gravy covered sausage biscuits it's, right away. <laughs> it's, ba it's based on how you interpret everything around you because like, absolutely when you're like, when you're in a good mood, all the people who are around you and their life is crumbling. It's funny. <laughs> And but when you're sad and all the people's lives around you are crumbling, your life is just crumbling it's the worst. too. Oh my god! Because <laughs> we used to eat there after the mic, and there would be people passed out in the booths in the back. Oh, totally. There would be, it would be it's crazy. Married couples felt fighting. so bad for the servers. Oh, absolutely. Like they've they have seen more horrible shit than therapists, I believe, because they've seen it live. Oh, in totally. Person, you know, there was that brawl at the Golden Corral just a week ago. <laughs> Yeah, because a guy couldn't get steak. Oh, man. So uh, the diner workers, uh, they're my heroes. Um, so Shout out to diner workers. Shout out to diner workers. Um, the next day. Don't smoke too many <clears throat> cigarettes. Please don't. Like, you, you're, get, you're around those fumes of, like, gravy and bacon, and you get a shift meal. Just stop smoking, man. I want you to live longer because I need that 3 a.m. meal. <laughs> Hell, yeah. So we take the pies to the wake. <clears throat> I almost just said the words. It was a fun wake. It was great. Um, <laughs> uh, but we had a good time. Uh, so the next morning, my grandpa's ashes were buried next to my grandma. My grandpa was a chief master sergeant in the Air Force. It's like one of the highest levels you can get. Like next to his uh, urn at the wake was a letter from Donald Rumsfeld, like about the Cold War bullshit that he did. <laughs> uh so, like, that I rocks. did not expect to see a letter from Donald Rumsfeld to my grandpa <laughs> this weekend. And I was like, 
<laughs> you go to the funerals with the information you have. Um, so you can never escape nine eleven, <laughs> Preston. <laughs> My wife and I, we were on the table. We were like, you know, paying our respects to the table because there was a huge line, and uh, she grabbed my shoulder. And I, because she saw me like, <gasps> and I took my camera, my phone out, and I took a picture and I sent it to you guys like right away. She goes, Stop, stop. And this is 10 minutes after the Village Inn incident. So I was already in fucking trouble. So you'll never escape 9 11. I, I fucking can't, man. It's to a, a problem, it's to a degree where my wife, and she'll text me 9 11 jokes like on her lunch break. So I've corrupted her too. So she knows how big of a deal that was for me. Um, I'll post a picture of the letter on our Patreon because uh, it, <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, he's a war criminal, but it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> so hey, I mean, it's still cool to be good at your job. Uh, that's the thing. He was he was. I don't know what my grandpa did during the Cold War, but he fucking knocked it out of the park to get a letter from Donald Rumsfeld. Hey. So next morning, because he was a chief master, uh, chief master sergeant in um. Air Force. He got a full military honors for his burial. 21 gun, gun salute, the whole shebang. Oh, yeah. They, uh, like, I am not a nationalist. I'm not a big patriot. Like, I love my country because it's given, and I'm white. It's given me a lot of opportunities, but I'm not like, I'll root for the USA, like, at Olympics and shit, but I'm almost embarrassed to live here. But when you're sitting there in a, in a cemetery and two 20 year old Air Force guys are unfolding that flag, like, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, a tear rolled down my eye. I was like, I fucking love this country. Like, it, it just washed over you. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's very, it's a very Michael Bay. Oh, moment. my God. Like, I was like, I want to watch 13 hours when I get home. Like, oh, it's like, oh, dude. yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's, let's go home and watch Band of Brothers. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I will watch Lone Survivor right after this. If it's, <laughs> I can't explain it, but it washes over you. I thought I was Captain America at that funeral. I don't know what was happening. Yeah. Um, so they, you know, they, uh, I don't know if for the listeners, if you've never been to like a military honors funeral, what happens is you're sitting in front of the casket or urn and, uh, depending on like what branch, uh, you know, in this case, it's the air force. These guys were, they present the flag folded in a triangle, right? Like you've seen in the movies and stuff, they unfold it slowly in front of your family to the point where like it took like five minutes to do because it's very respectful. They take one step, they'll unfold, unfold like a next corner. And then they present it and then they fold it slowly, fold it back up. And then the next five minutes after it's done being folded, they present it to someone. They presented it to my mom because she's like <laughs> the next of kin. Um, yeah. And he said, on behalf of the president in the United States Air Force, we present you this flag. And in that mind, I was like, don't bring Joe Biden into this, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And again, my wife grabbed my elbow. I was like, God damn it. Um, The one thing I was surprised about at 21 gun salute. So they were standing to my, to our left, like about Mm -hmm. like five yards, five or 10 yards. What they don't tell you about a 21 gun salute is they shoot towards you, but above your head. And I thought they were going to shoot away. And it's like live rounds and shit. But uh, we were told that it's shot towards you because you want to, they want you to feel the impact of like what they went through in war and shit. And I was like, 
why can't you point it at my fucking head? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, but it's 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 fucking powerful, man. When they shoot over your head, at least oh, in yeah. my case, and it's like live rounds. I got to keep some of the rounds too. Um, how funny! How funny would it be if they accidentally just dropped a bunch of birds <laughs> on top of everybody? <laughs> Shit, you not? That was the next thing I was gonna say. Like I, there was a moment where I turned to my right and I was like, "All right, did anything <laughs> fall? Birds fall? Oh on my you guys. god! It would have been better if it was a bald eagle." And like I, I looked. <laughs> I shit you not. I was like. All right. They should just release a bunch of birds for the like a bald eagles and then just fucking shoot on top of Oh, everybody. they they there's got it that has to have happened at one out of the hundreds of so, thousands yeah. of funerals where a raccoon, a fucking squirrel dropped from a tree. And I shit you not, I looked over and my wife, she was so caught up in it, she was crying. She goes, Why did you turn to your right? And I was like, I was just looking for a bird to fall out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so th- that's what I would have been thinking too. Yeah. I mean, like, that'd be so funny if some birds yeah, fell. So fucking funny. Um, there's a uh, a uh, veterans memorial going to be dedicated to my grandpa in Papillion. It's going to be complete in 2023. Um, so oh shit, yeah, it's dedicated to William Parks, Chief Master Sergeant. So that's going to be pretty cool to go to. Um, so that's what happened to me in Omaha. <laughs> That rocks. That's that's pretty badass. That's some uh, band of brothers. Oh the my Pacific god! Type shit. Yeah, it, it it was fucking powerful as shit, man. Like again, like I'm. I've been rewatching the Pacific, so mm. dude, that was some of my favorite times at our apartment. Was drinking vodka in between episodes, watching the Pacific. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Pacific is so good. I wish they do it. They need to do another I know, one. They, I guarantee you, there's like. In about five years, we're going to start seeing the Iraq and Afghanistan shows coming out, you know, like they did about World War II. But yeah, um, there is. A, I mean, they could even do a Vietnam one. They could oh, they sure. do a Vietnam. They could do a they, they could do a Korea one. I yeah, mean, there's not enough movies about the Korean War, you know. <laughs> there's only like one. Is that uh, was that the flags of our fathers? Yeah, I think, is yeah, about that the one. Korean one. Um, but <clears throat> it might be actually about Okinawa and I'm just racist. <laughs> All right. Hey, yo. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I found out. Like, you know, you can be a leftist as hell and like be embarrassed about your country. But when you're presented with that type of shit, like, I don't know. It, oh, it's still, yeah, it's still it like takes over you, man. Worthy of respect. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, I mean, like, not, if it, I mean, not all, so the ones that like actually weren't shitty or, you yeah. know, you got to respect. I mean, it's not like I was at the funeral for Dick Cheney or something. It was my fucking grandpa. So, I mean, that plays. Yeah, too. for sure. <clears throat> but like, what, it's not like fucking Chris Kyle or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when you're presented with that shit, man, it, it's, uh, it's different. So. Let's make a let's make a someone needs to make an action movie about Christopher Dorner. Oh my god, dude. When I need that documentary cuz I feel like that shit just No one's made a documentary or a movie. It, like I feel like Spike Lee Spike oh, Lee could man. make such a good action movie about I that. I would fucking story. be there opening night at midnight like was, with the dude uh, Ice Cube's son playing him. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. That would fucking rule. Yeah, dude. I've thought about this. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, I feel like that shit was buried so deeply because of, like, what Chris Dorner was sta- trying to stand for. Yeah. The Dorn identity. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know why that tickled me so much, but that's fucking great. The Dorn identity. I mean, it doesn't really work, but I, it I don't works. give a shit, man. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I wonder where we were even going to be able to find the Mountain Dew booze. Yes, drink. Uh, I tried to look up today that if it was going to be out, I I would put a million dollars on because I mostly go to like the indie guys when I get alcohol. Yeah, you it's going to be at Seven Eleven. I guarantee you they have the um, that's a good they point. Have the Bud Light hard seltzers there. So uh, what Zach and I are going to do, we are going to drink. We're, we're going to make sure we're in person when we do this which uh, I'm just staying home for the next week because I've been in Omaha. Who the fuck knows if I've come maybe, or not. We could, but, maybe yeah. next week. Well, we're doing Nerd yeah, Roast next doing, week, so we might as well next week, to be honest. Yeah, no, what, what I'm saying is like, you know, this weekend and stuff, I'm not going to go out and drink it. But Oh, yeah, the, but we might as well get in person next week because we're doing Nerd no, Roast yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, we will. And if it's out, we will be drinking because I want our reactions to drinking it for the first time. Because not only do they have Baja Blast, but they have Black Cherry. And that is the closest thing I'm going to get to a Code Red Mountain Dew alcoholic drink. And that, that is very, very important to me. <laughs> I've, never had the, I've never had a Black Cherry for Mountain Dew. Uh, were you there St. Patrick's Day 2016 at, I don't think you were, Megan and Pyshire's apartment with the Code Red Code red. Yeah, I was. I was. I actually was. Do you remember what I did? I was a yeah. Do you, well, I don't remember everything you did. I don't remember everything I did, but I remember being there for a little let bit. Let me uh, tell this story here. Uh, <laughs> I went to an apartment nearby. I can't really. Yeah. So, uh, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. That one's uh, just for Zach and I. So St. Patrick's Day, this is one of the most embarrassing moments in my drinking history. Um, it was like 2016 or 2015. Uh, a bunch of comics got together because uh, I think it was a Friday or Saturday, and it was a big deal that St. Patrick's Day was on a weekend. Got together in this comics department. There is a uh, comic from out of town, Josh Lath from Oklahoma. Shout out. Oh, he's a good, great guy. So fucking funny and great. Um, this is the first time I'm meeting this guy. Uh, White Cotton was there too. He was, yeah, he was. Holy shit! So White Cotton was sitting on the yeah, couch. So it's not just local comics, you know. There's some comics from out of town, and uh, we get there and we immediately immediately start hammering drinks, you know. Oh yeah, we, it is four o'clock. Yeah, four o'clock, and we're it's still the sun is out. We're drinking. Um, so my big thing when I used to drink soda is I loved Code Red Mountain Dew. I was like the Code Red guy. Like it was it turned into like a living meme. So uh, the person's apartment that we went to said, Hey, I got a surprise for you, Preston. And it was code red Mountain Dew margaritas. I don't remember much that happened after that, <laughs> but combination of what's been told to me from Josh and bits and pieces. I remember uh, I went to the bathroom and I threw up. Not in the toilet, but in the sink. And I we oh, no. we had scarfed down some seven eleven on the way there. So whatever I drank was now in the sink. I can't remember why I didn't throw up in the toilet, but for some reason it was unavailable. So I had to throw up in the sink. I do remember trying to scoop it out and put it into the sink. There was like a cup in there. And I didn't quite finish it. The next moment I remember I'm in the living room. 
Josh is coming out of the bathroom going, who the fuck threw up in the sink? I was like, it wasn't me. Now, keep in mind, I was the only one drinking code red margaritas. And Josh goes, Preston, it's red. I know it was you. (laughs) And I'm like, no, it's still not me. And I still ended up denying it the entire day. And they're like, it was red. You were the last one in the bathroom. And code red margaritas are very dangerous. So if Mountain Dew does actually release that, I might die. I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. I'm excited to try it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. We'll have to get like two of each or we something. We will. We, we, uh, there's like three flavors that they're releasing. We're going to have to try them oh, all. Okay. And then you and I are going to have to do drunk movie reviews with that for our Patreon video. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Drunk movie yeah. reviews. So what I think you and I should do is we'll find a weekend. We'll watch a movie together. We should do a Michael Bay movie. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yes. That is the best idea. We will do 13 hours. Uh, that's the yeah. Yes. We will do thirteen hours. We will do so. Like we'll watch it, we'll drink through it, and then we'll record our reactions after. And uh, that'll be our drunk movie reviews, and we'll post that on Patreon. Fuck yeah, it's on Amazon right now too. Oh my god, that's such a great fucking. I just idea. saw it the other day and almost free watched. <laughs> <laughs> All right, save it for that. We'll do that in March because uh, I think that'd be not only fun, but I think people will like to watch that. So. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Thank you, Hillary Clinton, for our, the Benghazi oh action God. movie people, starring John Krasinski. People shit on Hillary Clinton, but they gave us one of the best fucking action movies ever. <laughs> it fucking rock. That movie rocks. I don't care that John Krasinski is like a CIA asset now, but I fucking appreciate it. Yeah, who gives a shit? It rocks. It's very hey, dude's rock. If I'm living in a fascist prison, I'm going to reap the rewards and watch these fucking movies. Yeah, at least want to see like some cool action yeah. flicks. Keep me distracted and happy, baby. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, after this episode, I'm going to put in the uh, some clips from the Star Wars versus Star Trek Nerd Roast. Patreon.com slash Comedy. $5 a month. You get all of the Nerd Roast. So if you put $5 down today, you get both of them. That's already up there right now. And, and the Spider-Man ones we're doing next yep, week will be up. That'll be up on March 1st. Um, Zach, do you have anything else to promote before we get out of here? Uh, I am featuring for Chris Garcia at the Denver Improv on the 18th and 19th. Fuck yeah! I will of February. I will put that in the uh, show notes. Um, so we got the Nerd Roast next week, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. Which is what are the dates on that? Uh, February 9th, Wednesday at Comedy Fort, and February 11th. 911. Yeah, 911. February 9th and 11th. <laughs> We're the 9/11. And then 18th and 19th. I'm featuring for Chris Garcia yeah. at the Denver Improv. Um, also, please just. Uh, if you don't really care about the nerd roast, just put $5 down on the Patreon. Cause Zach and I want to start touring again this summer and we need more uh, money for equipment so we can film better sketches and shit. So there's that uh, rate and review, like, and subscribe, leave a roast review and we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Zach? No, just the sign off. Oh yeah. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck M. Night Shyamalan. Love you. We'll see you next week. Hell yeah. I'm George Lucas, motherfuckers. Did you miss me?
Uh, the Queen of England killed the wrong princess, if you're asking me. Uh... Hey, how about this? Why don't we have a roast of tits versus ass next time? <laughs> like you could make the Kessel Run in 288 pounds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Obi-Wan was such an incel, he burned off Vader's dick so he couldn't fuck either. Darth Vader, your mother is so fat that whenever someone makes this observation to you, it elicits an emotional reaction. Saber. Oh, left it in your mom, Luke. Father's Day weekend. There's my little knucklehead over here. Sure, I'm a deadbeat dad, but you know, we're just trying to get by. Mother of mine. Luke and Leia have more negative will they or won't they energy than Israel and Palestine, all right? 